Hey, Max. What's up, Josh? Happy Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. Uh, what? <laughs> Today is September 21st, and it's Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. Oh, okay. That I should have put that together in my head. <laughs> Especially because I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire is great. Although, by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably be October. So, no, 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 no. It'll Maybe be not quite. Month. It'll yeah. be out this month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, September is also almost October. And speaking of October, it's jazz festival season here in Seattle. Sounds like earshot season. Earshot jazz festival season. Yeah. And so it's like a different kind of festival than jazz festivals that are other places. Yeah. So what is earshot jazz festival? I mean, in a nutshell, it's the biggest jazz festival in the Northwest, really, right? Uh, as far as I know. I mean, Portland has a pretty big one too, but in terms of the way that this is set up, I think it's definitely the most unique major festival. Yeah. A lot of music festivals, including other ones that I've been to are like a really, really jam packed like weekend or maybe like a week. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like show after show after show and multiple stages, like with music going on with all of them at the same time. And then you pretty much just have to like pick and choose what you go to. But the Earshot Jazz Festival, which I really, really like is an entire month of shows and there's maybe only one or two per night. And so you can conceivably go to most of them if you wanted to be seeing shows every single night. Yeah. And I think the other potentially cool thing about this is that it kind of caters to the local crowd. Absolutely. Yeah. Because traditional festivals are things where you can kind of buy a plane ticket somewhere, go for two days and see as many shows as you can and then fly home or whatever. But this is like spread out over the course of... Pretty much exactly a month, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really like that about your Shot Jazz Festival. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So maybe we should talk about kind of who we're excited about in this year's festival. Yeah. Because I know I'm pretty stoked about a lot of these shows personally. Me too. So we're looking at this calendar here and actually the first show that catches my eye is technically a pre-festival event. And I'm not really sure what makes something pre-festival or in the festival. Oh yeah, what is that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> I just noticed that too. What? <laughs> oh, maybe because it's not even October yet. Oh, this show's in October, though. On October 2nd at the Royal Room with trumpeter Eric Floymans and accordionist Will Holzhauser. I it's a trumpet and accordion that. duo. I know. This is a really, really great duo. I saw them when they came to the Royal Room oh, years ago now. Like I, I want to say like 2018, 2019, maybe, maybe 2017. Wow. And I don't think they've been back since. But they're here now, and given how much trumpet plus accordion music I work with personally, three different That's musicians. That's kind of your wheelhouse. <laughs> three different <laughs> musicians have reached out to me being like, you're going to this, right? And so, yeah, of course I'm going to this. What do they play? Is it their own music? Is it standards? Is it? Let's see. The last time I went, I think there may have been a standard or two, but um, I remember a lot of originals, and it was a really cool vibe. Nice. Also... Will Holzhauser is still the only accordionist that I've ever seen that's able to play the accordion with a suit coat under the straps. It's like, I can't do that. I have to wear my coat over the straps. I just find it really restrictive the way he wears it, but he's able to do it. That is the most niche piece of accordion <laughs> knowledge I think I've ever heard. But now we know. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, there's a lot of shows here. Uh, what else are you excited to see? I mean... Actually, looking at this list, there aren't many shows that I'm not stoked to see, to be honest. Yeah, that's uh, how I feel it. It's a bit of a problem because <laughs> there's only so many that I'm going to be able to get to. I know, I know. 
All right, let's just take turns. What what show are you excited about next? Yeah, uh, I'm interested in checking out the Fellowship Septet with Johnny Kendrick. Who has been on this podcast, of course. Johnny Kendrick has been on this podcast, that's right. And the Fellowship uh, Septet refers to this band that's associated with the Seattle Jazz Fellowship, who's founded by trumpeter Thomas Merritt, who has also been on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. And both of them are in this band, uh, along with a bunch of amazing Seattle musicians. Let's see. Justin Katugno is playing tenor in that band. Uh, do you remember offhand who else is playing there? I don't, although I bet we can look it up. Yeah. I, f- I think the Fellowship Septet can change personnel from gig to gig sometimes. I so I don't know that it's, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it may be a set thing. It may not. I'm not totally sure, but it's always a killing band regardless of who's in it. Yeah, I suppose we'll, we'll find out more as the day gets closer and closer. Yep. Um, I think it's worth noting that Kurt Rosenwinkel is coming to town for this festival. Mm. He's one of the first shows. I suppose we're not really going to do this in chronological order, but (laughs) he was uh, one of the musicians that had a lot of influence on kind of what I was into when I was first kind of getting into jazz beyond like the jazz that everybody has heard of. He's pretty cool. I think that'll be a good show. Yeah. It's at the triple door. All right, your turn. What's next? <laughs> well, we'd be remiss if we don't mention the festival's artist at large, Alex Dugdale. That's true. A good friend of both of ours and also an alumnus of this podcast as a former guest. Mm-hmm. He's doing, what, four shows throughout this festival in different venues and different bands? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be really exciting to see. I guess the first one is on October 13th at the Sea Monster out in Wallingford, and that's a really fun venue. Let's see. The program here says this is his project, Deca Dance, a, a new dance project. It's going to be a bunch of originals. There's going to be covers, a 10-piece band with a bunch of funk. It's going to be super, super fun, and I really want to be there. I think I'm playing that one. You think you are? <laughs> yeah, I should, I should probably look at the calendar. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, podcast guests uh, playing in this festival, actually. Yeah. Might as well mention another one. Where do I start? Uh, Let's do Casa. So Casa overall is also playing. Yeah. October 15th at the Chapel Performance Space. Vitamin D Drum Orbit. I think it's going to be awesome. So Vitamin D is doing turntable DJ stuff. Evan Flory Barnes is playing bass. He's also been on this podcast in the past. Darius Woolrich on keys, Gerson Zaragoza playing guitar. And I guess this was curated by Carlos Snyder, a guitarist that's also mm. um, in the Seattle area and really awesome. So yeah, at the Chapel Performance Space, Saturday, October 15th, that should be a really, that really, sounds really interesting. amazing one to check out. Yeah. So fast forwarding a little bit, Thursday, October 20th, we've got two former guests of this podcast, singer mm-hmm. Jacqueline Tabor and pianist Marina Albero are playing this project don't explain as an homage to billy holiday and nina simone and playing a lot of their music and um they're going to be telling stories about it yeah that'll be really good they've been working on that project for a while they've played several shows with that i think and have kind of put together different iterations of it but it's i've heard it's always been an amazing experience yeah absolutely let's keep going we've got Mm -hmm. bad luck or actually wait I don't know if you could make it to both of those shows because they're the same night. Oh, no. 
Oh, yeah, it is the same night. But Chris Acasiano, another podcast guest, is playing in Bad Luck, and that is the same night at the Clockout Lounge, although yeah. it is an hour and a half later. And the other part of the duo is Neil Welch on saxophones. <laughs> another podcast guest. Exactly right. And also in that lineup for the night is Kin of the Moon, that Leanna Keith, the flute player. Another podcast guest. <laughs> plays in. Uh, that should be... An, an amazing show. I think this means we're doing a good job or something. <laughs> Maybe it does. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to the Clockout Lounge. It's cool. It's uh they okay, there's a Chicago pizzeria called Windy City Pie. Hmm. It's really good. And their sister pizza restaurant is part of or partners with the Clockout Lounge, I think. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I'm actually playing a hip hop show there, I think in a in a week or so. But oh amazing. Yeah, they do all kinds of shows. Um, I think they have really good pizza, and it's a good room. All right, let's keep moving. Yeah. In backwards order, <laughs> I would like to mention Dan Weiss and Miles Okazaki. Mm. Oh, I didn't realize that Miles Okazaki was from Oak Harbor. This is October 14th at the Royal Room. Yeah. Whoa, that's cool. Um, Oak Harbor being sort of by Seattle. Dan Weiss, if you don't know who that is, is a ridiculous drummer. He has incorporated all kinds of crazy influences from all over the place into his playing. He plays everything from straight ahead to crazy rock to Indian classical music to, Whoa. I mean, you name it. I mostly know of him from his stint with the Devon Lamar organ trio. That is a different Weiss. <laughs> oh, very interesting. Uh, yep. Yeah, there are there are more <laughs> Dan Weiss drummers out there. Well, but yeah, this one is yeah. from New York and okay. is a very much New York New Yorker type person. Gotcha, very interesting. Um, but yeah, one of the best living drummers in my opinion. Amazing. So worth mentioning for sure. Well, let's fast forward to one that's not a Seattleite, but I'm also really excited about Saturday, October 22nd at Town Hall is the Lewis Cole Big Band. Lewis Cole is just this amazing drummer, producer, keyboard player uh, person. And he's half of the LA duo that y'all may know, Nowhere. And it's also widely suspected that he's the drummer in Clowncore, which is a great band with a ridiculous YouTube channel. But he's coming with this really, really big band. And I'm excited to see it. I've seen some YouTube videos of this band playing. They all dress up in like skeleton onesies and have coordinated dance moves. Or at least they have in the past. (laughs) That's true. We'll see what happens now. We'll see what happens this time. And you never know who's going to be in said big band. They occasionally have pretty star-studded horn sections. People like, I think, Moonchild or Amber, who's also from this region, I think occasionally has played with them. Ben Wendell has too, I think. Ben Wendell. I mean, lots of awesome musicians tend to be in that band. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah. And speaking of Ben Wendell, Ben Wendell's coming with his own quartet um, a number of days later on the 26th at the (laughs) Royal Room. Uh, That should be really, really fun. Coincidence? Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) That also should be really good. Maybe he'll be in both bands. Ooh. Oh, man. Speaking of people who play in both bands, I don't think this is currently the case, but... I know Micaiah McRaven is going to be here on October 25th. Amazing drummer and musician of various mediums as well. He has played with Marquise Hill in the past. 
who is also playing in this festival and is also one of my favorite younger musicians. He is a trumpet player and composer and arranger, I think producer and probably other things as well. But he is he and Micaiah have played together in the past, although I don't think they are this time. But also phenomenal bands. Really, this festival is pretty stacked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm realizing this more and more here. An extremely exciting lineup. Wow. And I mean, I'm just going to mention another one because I'm excited. Miguel Zenon is yet another one of my favorite musicians. Yeah. October 21st at Town Hall Forum. We saw him together, I think, at Cornish, right? Yep. That was an amazing show. I've seen him a few times. Hmm. Yeah. He was actually the very last show I saw before the COVID everything shut down phase. Wow. It was really weird because it was like the last, it was kind of like questionable whether people were going to be going out for things that day because there was all Mm. this stuff in the news and of course no one really knew what to expect at that point. And I remember there was somebody coughing in the back and I was like, oh, I wonder if that's like the COVID thing. And then, oh man, what do you know? Like the next day, everything just shut down. Wow. But anyway, that was also a great show. He's a MacArthur fellow. I mean, grade A music right there. What else are you excited about? I'm just kind of excited about every show that Alex Dugdell is doing this. He's doing a tap dance mm-hmm. showcase um, at Town Hall Forum October 28th. And he's also going to be playing... Ooh, Dave Meters on that one. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, he's also going to be playing his big band with a bunch of his arrangements at Town Hall Forum again on November 1st tuesday that will be really really fun to see i agree and i think i'm playing that one as well <laughs> unsurprising it's gonna be fun i haven't played with a big band in a while that should be really fun i think we should definitely mention meridian odyssey as well mm, yeah october 15th this band is again stacked with a bunch of really awesome local younger musicians well debatedly local at this point but uh, ben Feldman on the bass, Santos Sharma on saxophone, Xavier Lecoutrier on drums, Dylan Hayes on piano, Noah Halpern on trumpet, and Martin Booty on guitar. If you don't know these guys, they're always out in the scene around here, at least when they're in town. A few of them live in New York and elsewhere, I believe, but awesome players, and that will be a show to see as well. That's on October 15th. Yeah. Definitely want to shout out uh, Kelsey Mines' work too. Oh, yeah. So November 4th on Friday, uh, she is a winner of Earshot Golden Ear Emerging Artists of 2019. And this festival actually specially commissioned her to write this work for that particular concert. Whoa. Um, and it's going to be, yeah, right? It's a piece or a, a set called Compost People which addresses the toll of fossil fuels and petroleum products. And the the instrumentation is going to have flute, violin, piano, trumpets, trombone. It's going to be quite a show. Wow. Man, oh man. I'm just seeing more and more things on this. Let's talk about Naomi Moon Siegel Ensemble. Yeah. Because that features yet another podcast guest, Ray Larson, as well as Kelsey Mines, Marina Albero, and Chris Acasiano. And Sean Wolstenholm as well. On guitar. Yeah, that should be cool too. Folk jazz themes. Wow. All right. Holy cow. Yeah. All in all, this is going to be an amazing lineup. I'm really, really excited for this festival. Yeah. 
I think we should leave a few of these. I hope to see some of you listeners out there. Yeah, let's leave a few of these for the imagination or so people have to look them up because there are definitely a few shows we have not mentioned that are also incredible bands. Yeah. Uh, There's more information on the festival at earshot.org. And yeah. Indeed. I'm pretty stoked.